one. What's going on, squad? Welcome back to the Go Get a Podcast, guys. And today, I got a very special guest with me, uh, one of our very own clients, um, Steve Hoffman. Uh, we've been working closely together for the past, like, I think it's been like three years now. Yeah, huh? it's closing in on that. Closing in on three years here. And he decided to take the leap 16 weeks ago to do his first ever bodybuilding show. So in this podcast episode, I wanted to explain to you guys not only how has he been able to do this, um, really just his experience in the program, but overall just like the mindset that you need going into a bodybuilding show and the biggest lessons like, you know, he's learned from it. So Steve, I would love for you to just like introduce yourself, let the people know a little bit about who you are and like how we connected. Yeah, um, ab- point. yeah, absolutely. So how's it going, everybody? Uh, I'm Steve Hoffman. Uh, currently live in Arlington, Virginia. Work as a financial analyst. Um, past, I want to say, three years, fitness became a pretty huge part of my life. Um, I think COVID was my real big impetus for that. Um, COVID came around and I was, found myself just sitting around at jack shit to do. Uh, mm-hmm. So figured, hey, might as well get back into shape. Um I'd seen Nasser uh, from uh, on social media. Him and I had gone to high school together. He saw that he was doing some really cool things. I thought this would be a cool thing to get on on the ground floor of, which is kind of when I did come in. Uh, it was pretty early on. Uh, so him and I worked together and honestly can't say enough good things about how the program's treated me on that front, at least. Um, definitely the results have spoken for themselves, at least in my personal life. So mm-hmm. can't, can't, can't exaggerate enough on that. <laughs> Dude, I love it, man. I love it. And yeah, like Steve literally was one of my first ever online coaching clients back when I was doing it senior year of college when COVID had first started. So he mentioned like his origin was, you know, during COVID, he kind of started getting lazy. And I think a lot of people probably fell into that like kind of loop. Um, and what kind of made you say like, uh, this was three years ago, so we're kind of backtracking yeah. here. What kind of made you say like enough was enough and like I need to start making a change uh, because like this is just not like what I want for my life or for my health or for my body? No, nothing was happening. And I had mm-hmm. absolutely no better usage at the time is really mm-hmm. just the best thing to say is I found that I had way too much time on my hand. Nothing mm-hmm. socially was going on anymore because of COVID. So mm-hmm. I figured, hey, now or never, I got to figure out a way to incorporate this into my everyday life. If mm-hmm. I want to be a successful and healthy person as once I graduate, I got yeah. I got to start getting the reps in on this run mm-hmm. as far as getting my fitness right. right. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And like, what were the you know, we obviously have been, we're going to really hone in on like how it's been the past 16 weeks specifically, but how is the experience uh, working together? Just like even before we started up the prep, man, like, uh, because it seems like at that point you, again, were just had this time on your hands and you were kind of wasting it, um, wasting that potential, bro. Like, you know, so how has that experience been for you the past like three years? And how has it helped you just like in your day-to-day life before even prep started up? And I mean, it gives you a purpose outside of what's your general obligation. Like everyone has an obligation to their family, their Mm -hmm. friends, their job, uh, their spiritual life. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that a lot of people end up neglecting that physical side of it, that fitness side of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I personally think it gives me a big sense of obligation that this is kind of just ingrained into me now, as far as like, this is something I have to do. It's not gym mm-hmm. the gym has kind of become a part of like my daily routine like mm-hmm. it's a, like I, how i breathe almost is the best way yeah like, it's like it's not an it's not an option yeah. it's something i have to do if i mm-hmm. want to be myself if i want to yeah. be the best version of steven mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah because i feel like a lot of people man like they don't even see that potential in themselves like they've never seen themselves like be consistent with this as a lifestyle and when you can truly start incorporating it into your day-to-day life it's like okay 
in order for me to be, in order for me to be the absolute best version of myself and like be able to, you know, give back to my family and like show up for my friends and like my relationships, my spiritual life, the absolute best. I can't do that if I'm not taking care of like my physical health. Yeah. Right. Would you agree? Like oh, in yeah. terms of Absol- that, man? Oh, absolutely. It carries over mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, I think it all starts with fitness, if anything, actually. Mm-hmm. It's the best thing you can do for every other aspect of your life. Um, mm-hmm. Like one thing that I thought is, I've noticed is when I'm winning and when I'm at my best in my fitness, mm-hmm. I'm at my best in my work. I'm at my best in my personal mm-hmm. life. I'm at my best in my relationships because it just carries over. The confidence and the feeling mm-hmm. of success just carries over. Dude, yes, man. Like, guys, like I feel as though confidence is definitely like, you know, a feeling that you're going to have when you start seeing that person that you want to see, like looking in the mirror, when you start actually feeling proud of what you're looking at, you're going to start feeling proud of yourself. And then you want to feel that in every other area of your life. I saw that with myself as well, starting up my business. It's like, okay, I'm really good here. Why am I not good here? I want to feel that same way here in, you know, work in my relationships, like, et cetera. So I feel like that's definitely huge, bro. Um, And I'm just kind of like, you know, wondering for myself, bro, like, so what kind of made you now um, say, okay, like, let's actually do a bodybuilding show, because that's not an everyday thing that everyone aspires to do. What kind of made you say like, hey, you know what, like, let's push a little bit here. Let's like get to this next level. Yeah, no, um, honestly, it kind of comes back to what I'm saying with like timing a little bit is Mm -hmm. that it was something I had wanted to do for a while or something that I had in the back of my head of this would be a Mm -hmm. cool thing to try. Like this Mm -hmm. is going to get me out of my comfort zone a good bit. Like this is Mm going to be what gets me to a different level as far as my physical fitness. Mm -hmm. And I kind of always hesitated a little bit. Um, I didn't, I wanted to like wait till I was maybe in a little bit better shape. Maybe Mm -hmm. I was a little bit more mature in my lifting journey. Like I knew more, I was like better. I I was an overall, maybe just more physically fit person before I kicked that off. Mm -hmm. And I realized that there's never going to be a perfect level or a perfect springboard to jump off of, to jump into this. You got to just kind of, take the plunge yeah it. and you, so maybe yeah. i could have spent an extra year in preparation mm-hmm. getting more jacked for it yeah. or i could have spent like or i could have done more research and mm-hmm. like gotten into it on that front but i basically said all right enough's enough pull up your big boy pants yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like, do it <laughs> it's time to actually take action man yeah Dude, i think that's so i think what you said is so inspirational because so many people wait for the right time man yeah you know and what would you say to someone that's like you know, because obviously not everyone wants to do a bodybuilding show, right? If you do, like you probably resonate with this podcast, even on a deeper, deeper level. But I want to talk to those people that like are saying, oh, I want to wait for the right time to like hire a coach. I want to wait for the right time to have that guidance. Like, what would you say to those people that are like, just kind of like in that in-between phase of like, man, like, you know, I like, I want to do it, but I would rather wait till the right time till things are a little bit more ideal till, you know, my job has less hours till like I have less responsibilities. Like, what would you say to those people that are continuing to wait to push off even just overall, like their fitness goals and maybe just losing like, you know, 10 pounds or 20 pounds. Like, what would you say to those people? I'm going to be real cheesy here and quote Rocky three, there is no tomorrow. Mm. You just got to do it. It's if you keep saying that I'll do it tomorrow or I'll put it off or there's going to be a better time for it. Better time is never going to come full. It's going to appear your whole life is going to take over if you don't just seize the bull by the horns and just jump in. Yeah, no, hundred percent, bro. And like, I just see so many people that I've spoken to personally, they keep saying, Oh yeah, you know, I'll get started up on this later. Oh, this is the one, especially this time of year is like, Oh, I'll wait till the new year. It's like, guys, like that's you continuing to practice procrastination. And that's why you guys have been stuck for so long. And that's why Steve can get shredded in 16 weeks because he said like, oh, there is no perfect time, right? That's why I was able to get shredded in 16 weeks because I said, there's no perfect time. There's now, 
Now is the time that you can take action. So you can actually work towards that version of yourself that you want to become, whether it's like, you know, 16 weeks from now, 24 weeks from now, even a year from now. Like you guys have to realize that the process has to start at some point. And the more you push it off, the more likely it's just not going to happen because you're going to talk yourself out of it, you know? So what would you say to those people that like, you know, have that doubt in their mind in themselves that they like, they can't really do it because, you know, I'm sure maybe you experienced that, whether it was like in the first uh, phase of us, like working together, yeah. or even during this prep, man, like those people face doubt, man, that they can't do certain things. What would you say to those people, bro? Your limitations are only what your mindset on you mm. in my mind. Um, I think that if you're consistently comparing others, um, it's that's comparisons, the thief of joy. Mm. Um, if you're looking at someone who might be further along in their fitness journey and you're like, Oh, I'm never going to catch them. Well, you're not mm. even starting the race at that point. Yeah. You got to have some mm. type of goal that you're aspiring for. Mm. Um, and if that's the case, if you're just waiting around or you're mm -hmm. too nervous that you're never going to achieve your goal, you're yeah. going to miss it every single time. Yeah, dude. No, a hundred percent, bro. hundred percent. It's like people like, again, they continue to push it off and they never really take that full leap. And I feel like a big reason why a lot of people never succeed. It's like not even the timing thing. It's like, you need to have that belief in yourself that it's going to work. You know, the reason why Steve is looking amazing right now and he's like show ready and he's been able to execute is because he believed that I had, I knew what I was doing, you know? So you have to have that belief in the person that you're hiring and the person that you're working with that like, man, like this guy knows what he's talking about. I have to trust the process because a lot of you guys expect results. A lot of you guys expect results like Steve within like two, three weeks, right? You guys got to have patience, man. So how important has patience been? Um, not only throughout, like obviously our overall fitness journey, but especially during this prep, or like how important has that been for you? That aspect of things. It's a mixture of, you just need to trust the process. The scale mm -hmm. isn't going to move every single day. Mm -hmm. Um, if mm -hmm. you're letting, if you're letting the scale dominate your happiness and your progress, then that's mm -hmm. just not even going to be beneficial to you or anybody. Um, the same with if checking yourself out in the mm -hmm. mirror and like seeing how you're progressing in your physique. Yeah. If you do that every single day, the mm -hmm. note, the changes are going to be minuscule at most, yeah. if any. Mm. What, what happens is it, it, what's important though, is consistency showing up every day, getting the repetitions and keeping your diet straight, keeping mm. everything consistent. And if you can stay consistent, I promise you one day you're going to look in the mirror or you're going to look at the scale and you're going to be amazed at what you accomplished because that's kind of how it worked for me is I very really didn't even take it too much into account as far as how my physique was progressing mm -hmm. until this last push of prep and then I so took it in all in and I was like this is unbelievable the yeah progress we've made yeah man it's like really a combination of trusting the process and um you know again it's I want to make this podcast like solely about like your journey and your progress man but how how helpful has it been for you to have like the guidance like just having me in your corner throughout the process. Oh, having an extra layer of accountability is great. Mm -hmm. and, and I've used other people as well to keep mm -hmm. me accountable too. Like my yeah. girlfriend's been huge in helping me stay accountable. Mm -hmm. She's been huge in keeping me honest and on track. And mm -hmm. uh, I think having you consistently supporting, that's a really, really great sense of accountability mm -hmm. and kind of setting the goals, for helping me set the goals for mm -hmm. me. Like Nasser and I were always in really good communication with one another of, okay. It's literally like yeah. a daily communication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> like Nasser every day. Nasser and I's text thread is one of the <laughs> longest in my phone. At this point. Um, so, uh, yeah. But no, um, it, he's been amazing in terms, you've been amazing in terms of just uh, keeping me straight, keeping me consistent and seeing and making adjustments where needed. Um, mm -hmm. Another thing that's been really helpful in keeping me accountable is mm -hmm. you'd be surprised how much people are mm -hmm. like 
think this is so cool when you yeah. decide to do something like this mm -hmm. and yeah. the encouragement you'll get the encouragement is another sentence of accountability so when you take a plunge and do something mm -hmm. that not many people are going to do that kind of lights a fire in other people yeah. and they kind of start supporting you like in every other yeah. week i was having like someone ask me like hey how's your show prep going like, yeah so it's really cool to see mm. yeah and that's like Again, guys, like a lot of you potentially out there don't really have people like supporting or maybe people just like in your corner are not um, about fitness, right? Sometimes guys, you got to be the one person that's going to show them what's possible. Like Steve just decided like, you know, in this specific aspect in bodybuilding, he was like, you know, I'm going to be the one to show people like what this actually could look like if you actually go all in on something, you know? So maybe you guys have never been that person. Well, I'm telling you guys right now, me and Steve are nothing fucking special. Like we're, re we're literally regular dudes. We're in a fuck. We're in his fucking basement <laughs> doing a fucking podcast. Like anyone can fucking do this. Right. And we're just literally here preaching to you guys. Like a lot of you guys are wasting your potential when like, we don't have, we don't have anything wired differently in ourselves. Right. We are just people that execute and take action every day. And you can be that person too. Right. Like Steve, would you agree? Like, are we anything like out of the ordinary, were we born different? Like, bro, like, right? Like, no, it's, yeah, I agree with you totally. Like, mm -hmm. it's, I don't, I've never felt myself to be anything particularly special mm -hmm. um, at all. Mm -hmm. um, even, in, and Nasser's known me since high school. Like, I was, yeah. I was, I, I was a solid athlete, but I mm -hmm. wasn't like a no lead by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Um, I was mm -hmm. decent, but that was about where I capped out at. Um, mm -hmm. And, it's kind of reminded me of this quote um, that I heard from Jim Valvano once, and it's, um, the greatest thing about ordinary people is that they wake up and they do extraordinary things mm. every day. And mm. that's kind of like how I try to live my life a little bit is that yeah. I might not be anything special, but the character isn't trying to be great. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like guys, I know we put all these people on a pedestal. Maybe some of you guys are even putting Steve's transformation on a pedestal. It's like, dude, that could be you too, man. That's you're one step away from getting there. Whether it's working with me, whether it's working with another coach, whether it's like you just going on fucking Google and looking up meal plan, training plan, you are one step away from making a transformation just like Steve or myself. Right? Like we literally, I'm just, the reason why I'm on social media guys, because I want you guys to understand that like there are people, regular people, you know, nothing is crazy about them. There's nothing wired different about me or Steve or any of my clients. They just execute and they have the proper game plan set in place. Like that's the difference, man. So now let's go, let's go and dive into a little bit more about like, um, really what has the experience been like during prep bro? Like, you know, what are the kind of like roller coaster, emotional roller coaster yeah. that you've been like going through, man. And also <laughs> I would love to know like the, uh, biggest lessons that you've learned from your first bodybuilding. Prep. Yeah, sure thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I can just, I, I kind of almost view prep in two parts, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Um, I view it in the first like eight, nine weeks mm -hmm. where we were going just so unbelievably hard yeah. um, that first eight to nine weeks were definitely, I want to say as far as the workouts, those were like the toughest. Yeah. And then mentally, I would say the latter half is mm -hmm. where it got really, really tough. So yeah. like that, like last final, like seven week push where you're like dialing back your calories. Yeah. It. Um, but no, it was um the first part of prep was awesome in terms of it was just so high volume. The workouts mm. were so high intensity. Yeah. Um, it was pretty cool. And it was cool to see how we were losing weight and also going mm -hmm. and uh, gaining PRs. That was yeah. pretty sick. Um, that, that was a cool little um tad bit there. But um, I'd say that there's a few things I've learned about prep from myself about prep. Um, 
first, how far I can push myself out of my comfort zone. And not even just because of workout intensity, but really like what I spoke to before that consistency, Mm -hmm. um, anyone can go out and have a hard workout. It's all, it's all subjective at the end of the day, everyone can work out to their limit of Mm -hmm. difficulty or Mm -hmm. as far as they can push themselves. Yeah. Not everyone can do it day in and day out. And there's going to be days where it's just absolute hell to make Mm -hmm. a good workout. And it's having that competition at the end of the road kept me accountable to getting through a lot of those bad days mm-hmm. in the gym. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, man, like I got a purpose. I got a reason. I got a, I got a goal that I'm striving towards. Yeah. And listen, like we're not saying that you guys have to do a bodybuilding show, right? That's like, but obviously me and Steve, like we're just, you know, we're, we, we're driven like that. We're willing to do those things that like most people won't do, but maybe for you just to get your foot in the door, let's say you want to lose your first 10 to 20 pounds, right? So when you're not motivated, when you don't feel like fucking going to the gym, you think about that goal. Like you think about why you're there, right? Like I think about this. It's like, I remember Steve also talked about this earlier. It's like, there's other people getting inspired around him, right? And when I post on social media, when I'm, when I'm competing in my shows, I know there's other people getting inspired, right? Cause obviously pro- Steve probably wouldn't be competing if I didn't compete. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I don't know if that's yeah. true, but, but right. No, I mean, I mean the, the fact that you had competed and done so mm-hmm. well, gave me a lot of confidence to like go forward with you as like mm-hmm. head coach for it. So like, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like definitely was huge. No, I, like, and again, like I'm nothing special. Right. But I want you guys to understand that um, it's like, you can have that set in stone goal. And if you can have that thing that you're striving towards and working towards like other people just along the way as a byproduct of you being that committed person, of you being that dedicated individual, they will get inspired. You know, there's probably people in Steve's life that he's inspiring right now that he doesn't even know or inspire, yeah. right? Just like when I'm around, when I'm on social media and I'll post a fucking uh, post about my past, like I don't even know. Maybe some of you guys are listening to this podcast. I will, I might not even fucking meet you ever, right? Or shake your hand or even get a message from you. But I know maybe you heard some, one thing from this podcast and you're like, man, like, man, if that guy, if those guys could do it, man, like, yo, there's no fucking reason why I can't, right? This is why I'm like, this is why like I, my approach to social media is very different. Like I'm just brutally honest because I want people to know, Hey, like there, I have so many imperfections and Steve has so many imperfections, but we're still able to execute every day. Right. So, um, what would be like, you know, your best tip on, you know, because obviously there are days that you are just dreading going to the gym, dreading, like, you know, hitting your workouts. Like, what would you say has been like one of the best things that you tell yourself, um, when you don't, you know, when you don't feel like it, quote unquote, man, because so many people rely on their feelings. Like, what is that? Uh, what kind of comes to mind when I ask you that? Uh, well, time to drink some coffee. Sort of joking, but really, like, no, that, that, is, that is a part, like finding, there's always a way around it. Um, so that, that was kind of one of my ways was caffeine was a big thing, but that was more so a joke, right? Yeah. <laughs> As far as just like getting like in that mindset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like being like relentless and like executing regardless of like what feelings you're going through that day. Yeah. Just the thought process that if I'm not doing it, somebody else is going to do it. <laughs> like there, there's always there's always a bigger lion in the jungle. You've just got to kind of remember that as badass as you might be, as cool as what you're doing might be, yep. as hard as that you might be training there's always a bigger fish. Um, yeah. And that kind of keeps me motivated. Uh, I drive off the fear of failure. Um, and that is a big driver for me is that if I didn't go and do this, I'm going to be bringing a lesser version of myself mm-hmm. to the stage. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing this. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. Fuck yeah, man. I love that. I love that. And yeah, that fear of failure, dude, the fear of failure. I think that's what I honestly think that's what drives like the most successful people in the world is like, man, like, I don't really want to fucking, I don't want to fail. It's like, once you understand that failing is part of it, but also like, you don't want to fail. It's a fine line between those two. 
uh action you Okay, whatever. Um, yeah, but it's kind of like a, it's a mixture of those two, like having that slight fear that you're going to fail, but also knowing that you are going to fail along the process um, is huge. Miles, what's up, brother? Hope you're having an amazing day, bro. Appreciate you tuning in. We got the boy Steve here, man. Um, but yeah, guys, again, like if you have failed before and that's why you're scared to take that next leap in your fitness journey, that's exactly why you should take it, right? Because the fact that you failed already is going to drive you is going to drive you more to be successful the next time you try something else. So if you tried a different program, if you tried a keto diet, if you tried a low carb diet and nothing fucking worked for you, then that fear of failing again should actually be driving you to be successful in the next thing that you try out. Right. So that's uh that's definitely one thing that I feel like is gonna be like huge, man. So is there like is there any other lessons that you feel like you really are taking away from like this bodybuilding show, man, like this experience, whether you do one again or not, like what is one thing that you will always carry with you for the rest of your life from this experience? Uh, this might be, this might be outside the scope of what you're looking for here, no, but ahead, I think that the ability to balance two very different demanding mm -hmm. sides of life has been yeah. huge in this learning experience mm -hmm. for me because yeah. fitness for anyone, if you make a commitment to your fitness, regardless, it's going to be a time. It's, mm. it's just, you have less time to go and do maybe something you pr might prefer more. Yeah. Uh, like you're going to have less time to watch TV at home. Mm -hmm. I have less time to spend with a loved one. Yep. And that sucks. Like, yeah. That, that does suck. Mm -hmm. And when we did this bodybuilding show that kind of got like thrown into overdrive for mm -hmm. me a little bit where I was like, all right, I have less and less time here. Yeah. And then I also have a very demanding work schedule. And yeah. I'd also want to make sure I'm making this time for my mm -hmm. social life, for yeah. my relationships, mm -hmm. for my love life. Mm -hmm. And I think the process of this was really tough the first mm -hmm. few weeks. And I think mm -hmm. I've gotten it down to kind of a T as far as how to balance that all out where I'm being productive in all aspects of my life. So with work, yeah. I have a very demanding work schedule. And I think I do, I succeed very well there. Mm -hmm. And with my fitness, I think I'm succeeding better than ever right yeah. now. And I, those are the, I'm probably the busiest I've ever been on both of those fronts mm -hmm. and I'm doing mm -hmm. well on both. And I'm also finding time to manage everything yeah. else that's important. Yeah. Life. Dude, that's huge, man. Guys, stress will force you to grow and adapt, right? If you do not put stress on yourself, then you're never going to grow, right? If Steve didn't put this prep on himself, he probably wouldn't be this like dialed in with every other aspect of his life. Because um, correct me if I'm wrong here. I know we were doing that interview earlier, but you said you literally were driven to like get your promotion like at work or to go for that position that was going to pay a little bit more because like you decided like, you know what, if I can do, if I can excel in this, there's no reason why I can't keep pushing in all other areas of my life. Yeah. It all starts with right. fitness right there is that I think success in fitness can really actually bring mm -hmm. success in multiple areas of your life. And kind of just a reference to what we talked about yeah. earlier was there was a work job role that opened up when uh, I was mid prep. I think mm -hmm. um, it was like the first like three or four weeks into it. Oh, yeah. really like the dog days of prep yeah it's like yeah. everywhere like you're really really pushing yeah. hard uh you're putting on as much muscle as possible yeah and i saw this job opening and i went for it i met with the hiring manager mm. um they moved me along in the interview process really really quickly just because it was uh taking out it uh they were already moving to it. i was a little late to the game on that mm -hmm. front yeah um and i had to like prep for the interview really hard it took like it was pretty much my life became all right going to the gym and then i'd go home and i'd study for the interview for mm -hmm. like four hours and i did that for about a week and a half two weeks yeah um and it pushed me to a new level i think to be yeah. honest um it put me into the zone that i hadn't had to get into for quite a while <laughs> yeah dude yeah guys if you guys want to remember one thing from this podcast that i think everyone should take away is that execution is a fucking muscle 
execution is a fucking muscle. Once you start executing and and I know I've said this so many times, but literally once you start executing in one area of life, you will start executing in every other area of your life because laziness is also a muscle that people practice every day. So you can keep practicing laziness, but nothing is going to fucking happen for you. You can be, or you can be like Steve, or you can be like one of my clients, or you can just be a person that executes in your life and you'll start wanting to do more in every other aspect. Cause you're like, man, like, yo, if I could do this here, I could do this here. 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 So that's uh, just something I really want you guys to remember. Um, and I think I have two more questions for you, bro. So I know there's a lot of people that are scared to invest into a coach and to invest in themselves, right? And that, guys, I get it. Like I've been there before. I've been there before. Where I literally had like, um, probably like, 500 bucks in my bank account. My first ever investment was uh, into a business coach. So, but luckily with that, I'm here now. I'm able to travel to see clients. I'm able to travel to like really wherever I want, work from wherever I want. Um, but Steve, like how important is it, do you feel is to put that actual skin in the game, bro? So you can stay committed for it. Man. Yeah, no, I think that's the structure a coach provides mm -hmm. is huge, especially when the coach knows what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, something I've, noticed in my life is a lot of personal trainers. There's a lot of pretenders in the world yep. of guys who don't really know what they're doing. They don't really know what they're talking about, yeah. to be honest. Um, thankfully, and I can say this 100% whole taller heartedly, that doesn't apply to you whatsoever. You know exactly what you're talking about. Um, mm -hmm. And I think when you were like me coming into my fitness journey where I didn't know mm -hmm. my head from my ass, um, it was super helpful to have that type of structure. Mm -hmm. And to continue to have that type of structure. And I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm not a beginner lifter at this point mm -hmm. anymore. Um, yeah. I know my way around the gym. I'm smart. I know exactly yeah. what exercises I need to do to develel what parts of the uh -huh. body. Um, mm -hmm. Having a coach, having a coach though, even for something like a bodybuilding show where mm -hmm. he might be able to, Nasser might be able to knock out or spot most mm -hmm. small differences that I might've missed in areas that mm -hmm. I need to work on areas I need to develop. So mm -hmm. Having that type of structure is absolutely huge. And having a coach that is going to know a little bit more than you and is going to get you to your next level, I think is a very, very worthwhile investment. Dude, I appreciate that, man. And again, I, I agree so much because guys, I'm going to, I'm going to go off what Steve said and be like, there's so many people that like are so full of shit out there, literally like, and I'm talking like, because most coaches would not travel out to go see their clients. Right. And most coaches don't even know what they're talking about when it comes to training or nutrition. And it pisses me off. You know, and guys like I'm, I'm a coach that has a coach himself, right? So why would I be preaching something that wouldn't fucking work for me, right? I'm preaching something that is literally bringing real results to real people. At the same time, guys, I got my coach, Patty Lips, one of the best, one of the best natural bodybuilders in the world. So I'm constantly learning. And honestly, if it weren't for my coach, Patty, and also shout out to my other coach, Don Lamb, who has also helped me throughout the process of like learning how to coach. Um, that's why I'm able to coach Steve. Like for a bodybuilding show, because I acquired those skills already because I put myself through the ringer, you know, I'm like I wouldn't accept even coaching a bodybuilding client if I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Right. So that's uh, just something I want you guys to understand is like, you know, if you guys are even looking at other coaches right now, like remember, make sure they know what the fuck they're actually doing. Right. Because I don't want anyone out there to go into a program that is going to set them up for fucking failure. OK, now, uh, last question here, bro, um, is. You know, if there's anyone out there like thinking about joining the Average to Savage program, bro, whether it's for a bodybuilding prep, whether it's for lifestyle, whether they just want to feel good in their own skin, feel confident again, man, like what would you say to them if they're kind of like, you know, on the fence right now? Take some time, formulate exactly what your goal is. Mm -hmm. Come to Nasser with your goal and he's going to help you achieve it. Like, so, like so it, it's a very simple process, but um, I 
I think it would work for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say coming into it with a lucid goal is going to lead to lucid results. So have some Mm -hmm. type of formulate, some type of idea of where you want to be concrete, find out exactly what's manageable in your life. Keep it reachable, keep it achievable, keep it time bound to have a, have some type of motivator outside of, I want to achieve this to help you get there. Whether that be a person, whether that be a competition, something that's going to push you to your results, come to Nasser with it, and he's going to help you craft out a game plan. And I think it will, at least in my opinion, it will work. It worked for me. Dude, I love that, bro. And thank you for saying that, because I don't want any of you guys messaging me saying that you want to feel better. I don't know what the fuck that means. Tell me how much weight you want to lose. Tell me how much weight you want to gain. Tell me what your goal is. Tell me why you want to do this. And execute. That's it. And if you're willing to execute, you will get results in this program that I can fucking promise you. But if you come to me and you're fucking lazy, it's not going to work and no other program will work for you either. So if you're hungry and if you want it, and if you're willing to put in the work, then that's when we can kind of, we can have a conversation and see if you're going to be a good fit for the program, but we don't accept everyone. All right. We accept people like Steve. We accept executors. We accept doers, right? But please do not hit me up. If you are in fucking fantasy land and you want to think about it, no, no, no. I'm here to serve the people that are ready for change. So if you guys want to change, send me a DM saying Savage on Instagram at Nasser Gonzalez Fit or on Facebook, Nasser Gonzalez, or on TikTok at Nasser Gonzalez Fit as well. And I'll be more than happy to see if I can help you guys make that transformation. All right. So guys, other than that, that's all I have for you guys today. Hope you guys have an amazing rest of your weekend. And guys, let's uh, wish Steve some good luck tomorrow morning as he takes the stage tomorrow for OCB for natural bodybuilding. Great all right, brother. Got it, man. All right, guys. See you later. Peace.